Hey everybody, this is Amazing Fantasy Football. I, of course, am Josh, and that guy over there is... Chris. And Chris he is. I will start out with a little bit of a um, a side note here that um, my week of work has been a little bit crazy, so I have been a little ill-prepared. Chris is going to kind of take the reins a little bit on this episode, which is a-okay with me. I hope it is with all of you. Um, but we're here to talk about some rankings. Uh, first off, Chris, I want to... No, we talked about that last week. Still hate e-bikes. Um, <laughs> right, right, right. There was something I was going to bring up with you, and I completely just forgot. Like, I, my mind literally just went... Whoosh. Sorry, I, I'm still on this e-bike kick. Um, just, Have you been kicking? You've been kicking them? That's not I, right. I want to kick people over <laughs> that are on them. I'm just... Oh, my God. I'm just, just, just get a real bike. Just, 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 I'm not going down this road again. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> no, we're not. not. We're, we're not. here to talk about some rankings. We're not here to talk about e-bikes and my disdain for them. Um, I had a little like I thought it was a funny side note, and I really don't remember what it was. But we are here to talk about some rankings. Chris, why don't you uh, tell us how you're doing today? I'm doing wonderful. Uh, it's Thursday. I'm looking forward to getting some little preseason watching later on. Um, you know, life is good. Uh, fantasy football's good. And um, season's getting close. Madden comes out tomorrow. You know, the sneezing is getting close. Sneezing. Oh, right. <laughs> uh, um, uh, yeah, that's about it. Okay. I, do, do you know what um, Thursday is named after? Don't know. It is named after the Norse god of Thor. It was originally called Thor's Day. Like Thunder Day? Friday was named after his mother Freya. Ooh. That sounds, that kind of rings a bell. I don't know why that sounds um, more familiar. I believe, <laughs> I believe Monday was originally named after Loki. It had something to do with Loon something, Loki. Loon, um, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, and Odin. Sunday was Odin's day, I think. I maybe that was Wednesday. I can't remember. But yeah, Thursday and Friday are definitely Thor and Freya. Um, yeah, and the rest of them are named loosely named after. Other... I think it's like the German um, way, like pronunciation of all of them. Not actually like the like the um nether the, the Netherlands pronunciation of them, oh, the, but yeah, the set gods. Huh. Yes, yes. But anyways, I, I'm I going way off topic. I'm tired. It's been a long week. I've had a it's it's it's, it's been a, just a lot of work this week. Let's put it that way. A lot of work this week. Um, so I'm a little ill prepared, but I'm here to talk about some fantasy football because that is what we are here to talk about because we are once again, amazing fantasy football. Chris is wearing an amazing fantasy football shirt. And you know, you know what doesn't, you know, what amazing fantasy football doesn't like the Dallas Cowboys. What is that? Just what? like Spider-Man. Spider-Man doesn't like the Dallas Cowboys. No, this is just all lies. Amazing fantasy football. Like loves the dallas cowboys because no i think marvel are... just pimped spider-man out to the dallas cowboys i think that's all it was some corporate fat cast was like oh yeah sure you're gonna give us some money no, for they, the spider-man so no Mar some marvel signed a deal with the dallas cowboys that's what it was disney signed on the dotted line with the dallas cowboys because they're too it huge was, was this you had that shirt before marvel got bought up by disney um where, well, why don't you take us actually How about that? whatever it was still mcu Yes, news, and the Cowboys are awesome, and so is what is else that's not maybe? news, nor is it factually correct. It's the first so, line uh, right here, Josh. You put you typed it out for me. <laughs> I'm just making sure our audience understands. I, I was very tired when I did that. <laughs> All right, news, quick and quick hitters here. Uh, Waller returns to practice. Uh, Tebow got cut, so for anybody out there, he's on your roster. Might want to you mean I can't be using Tebow's in my in my tight end position for nope. my dynasty league? I thought I got him as a bit of a steal in the first round of my drafts. Nope, sorry for you. Uh, same goes for Alfred Darn Morris. It. He was uh, he was released by the Giants. David Johnson with the Texans is a little unsure about his role. Uh, I'm hearing a little bit of noise about him maybe being a, cat, cat, a pass catching specialist. So, um, I mean, he's kind of low in the rankings anyway, but I think he's still kind of sniffing that RB3 territory. So maybe he'll come up later. Yeah, maybe I need to. Um, and hey, uh, it's just I mean, we're here to talk August. about rankings, but maybe I need to 
drop David Johnson a little bit in my rankings, like, and maybe raise Lindsay because he'll be the guy on the ground. Is the impression for sure? I mean, uh, but, uh, let's hey, see here. Mm-hmm. I, I, I keep going while I look I, this up. I have David Johnson at thirty-two, and you have him at number ten. <laughs> that doesn't sound right. <laughs> okay, I made that and I made that part up. You have David Johnson at. Don't even see him here. I might have buried him a little. Now I, I have remember. to look it up. I'll finish the news real quick. Uh, Justin Jefferson returns, limited basis. Should be headed in the right direction there. Uh, DeAndre Swift, uh, groin. He tried to return yesterday. Oh, my and groin. I, having trouble finding if uh, if he did return to practice on Tuesday. Uh, I do have a little bit of information on that. Folks, give me just a quick second oh, here. Man, you have David Johnson at 44. That's crazy. Um... I don't know, even it's not important. Uh, there's a lot of concern on DeAndre Swift's groin injury. Some fans asked some questions. We got some responses from some guys chiming in, basically saying exactly what I'm going to tell you guys is uh, the coach, Dan Campbell, is playing it you know, like he should. Uh, on one hand, if DeAndre is going to be a featured offensive weapon, we need to err on the side of caution. On the other hand, there's a lot of unknown right now, you know, uh, in terms of what they're telling us from two weeks ago. This is directly from Dan Campbell himself quote. Uh, we're kind of working him in. We just want to make sure we're being smart with him. We'll get him. We'll get him his work. That's two weeks ago from Monday. Hopefully Swift is feeling better tomorrow and we can progress him in practice from Tuesday, yesterday. No, I'm sorry. Two days ago. Uh, today we're going to do a little bit more with him off to the side, do a little walkthrough off to the, so it's just, it's all, it's all coach speak kind of, he's just, he doesn't have to tell us, you know? So blah, a little blah, bit of concern. Blah, 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 damn Campbell. Yeah. Right. A little bit, a little bit of concern there, but, uh, and I did lower him a little bit. We'll get, we'll get into that stuff later. What were we looking at, Josh, where we have David Johnson? Uh, I have him at 32. You have him at 44. Yeah. You have him like super low. I mean, and you have Philip Lindsay at 50. So you're, well, I might have forgot um, to raise Lindsay uh, a little. Uh, and, well, okay, and here's the thing: is that but like I did lower Johnson? Maybe 32 is a little too high for David Johnson in my rankings, and a lot of that is just like, I mean, you're potentially the starting running back for an NFL team. You like maybe you should be in the top 36, but if you're, I don't know who your quarterback's going to be yet. Um, if you're not going to be the starting running back for said team. Maybe you really need to be below, like, like right in the, you know, early RB3s, I guess, mid-RB3s. I mean, you, you got them pretty freaking low. And there's some, there's some names that you have above them that I would much rather have a David Johnson for, but that's fine. That um, I have above them? Yes. That sounds like we're on the same page. I'm confused by this. I mean, anyway. Um, I said that backwards. Okay, thank you. I was like, I would I'm, much rather have David Johnson over the guys above him. Above him. That makes more sense. At the time, I, like I think I, said, I had I him. backwards. I'm sorry. Uh, the, I misspoke. I'm tired. At the time, I think I had him closer to 36 as a kind of in that pass catching uh, lower end RB3. Like I have Gordon down there, your Gus Edwards, Chase Edmonds of the world, James Robinson's, yeah. you know, like I was like, yeah, he's I, fine I to it. take a chance yeah. on there. But I just, after just kind of feel differently about Lindsay and what we heard, what we're hearing lately. That's all the news I got. Oh, golly. That's all the news to be had. Apparently. Uh, let's move on to, you wanted to talk about Jalen hurts. And uh, the fact that you haven't met R- or RB, well, kind of RB20, uh, <laughs> yeah, right. running back 20. Or quarterback 20. <laughs> quarterback 20. It's all these Bs. Um, and I haven't met 15. I will justify my my platform there. And this, not in his throwing ability because, like, we've covered in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, his accuracy in college wasn't all that great. But... The guy has some legs and he can run. And because the quarterback position is broken in fantasy football, he could run for, you know, seven, eight hundred yards, potentially. You know, he's I, I don't really know what's going to happen with this Philly team. It sounds like they're a bit in shambles at their offensive line position and mm-hmm. at their wide receiver position as well. But. Who's to say that Jalen Hurts can't be quarterback 15, you know? I mean, I have him right above Brian Fitzpatrick. The only reason I put Fitzpatrick below him was, right. A, the running ability of Hurts. 
the potential running ability, let's put it that way. I mean, that's kind of how I feel about Jalen Hurts, you know, the with the running and all that. Um, but back to Ryan Fitzpatrick, though, that like it's just like all this rumors about Tyler Henneke being, you know, and maybe it's just camp fluff, but it sounds like maybe he might be the real deal. I'm, I'm a little skeptical, but it was just enough for it was just enough to put Ryan Fitzpatrick below. Jalen Hurts for me. What, what? How do you feel about Jalen Hurts? I mean, you have him five spots lower than me. I didn't like you. Now he's your quarterback mm-hmm. twenty. So, yeah, yeah. Um, just uh, a lot of concern for the offense overall. Uh, I did try to raise him based on exactly what you said. Just the fact that hey, if you're really kind of putting on quarterback, you want a guy that can run around. Uh, you know, quarterback scoring is kind of broken. But I just. The guys I have ahead of them, I just still feel better about them, even though they're more traditional passers like Derek Carr and Mayfield. And again, this isn't QB 17, 18, 19, 20 territory. It's not like we're drafting our top guy here. This is kind of two QB territory or super flex territory and, uh, you know, streaming territory, really, Um, if things shake out that way. So that's where I'm at with Hurts. It's just kind of concern for the offense overall. Cool. Um, there is one thing that we kind of forgot to mention in the new segment is that Kerryon Johnson, running back, formerly of the Detroit Lions and right. now formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles, has <laughs> right, been cut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He got an injury settlement from the Eagles, and he is no longer with the team. Um, that's not to say that I've seen guys it. get this, and and it's pretty rare, but I've seen guys get it and then resign with the team later on, and and like right before the season starts. I just think that from what I heard, it's that Carryon Johnson was having a hard time getting like making it up the depth chart, mm-hmm. anyways. Mm-hmm. And because of that reason, that's one of the reasons why I raised Miles Sanders too. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, he's now at my um, excuse me, I believe it's running back nineteen, and I before I had him in the twenties, like in the upper twenties, but still in the twenties. I think he was just outside RB two territory territory and i just i felt like the hate was going a little too far on this guy i'm not really in love with the philly offensive line but at the same time i still believe that this guy has talent what what do you think i i'm right there with you i'm at rb20 um i uh, some other names we'll mention later. I just kind of was moving them around. I'm a little lower on Gaskin than I was pre- previously. So just mm-hmm. kind of attrition helps raise Sanders. But I also feel like, yes, I agree with you. He's a talented dude. It, whether I feel that uh, Hertz is the answer or Hertz is going to have a good fantasy season doesn't necessarily sink Sanders' ship, so to speak. Wow, that was a lot of S's. Um, <laughs> and uh, um, so, so, yeah, I think I think some of that talent can rise to the top. Uh, you know, and again, we're talking about guys that are in the t- neighborhood of not even being the starting running backs on their own teams or even being like more like a 60, 40 guy, like a Kareem hunt, okay. you know, or, or yep. Mostert maybe, uh, we, we, we both kind of think Mike Davis won't necessarily be a bell cow or three down guy, what have you. He's going to probably have some help. So either in that neighborhood of guys. So I just felt like of those guys, he's worth taking a chance on maybe more than the others. And right behind a bunch of starters is kind of where he's right sitting. on. Yeah. Right, right, on. At, right um, at the end of RB2. I want to, I'm going to lead off because like I said, it's rough week of work. Um, but I, I would really like to talk about some running backs and speaking of running backs, I would like to talk about Alvin Kamara. I have him at RB9 going into draft season. You have him at RB3. That might not sound a lot. It's only six spots. But, I mean, when you're talking about RB3 versus RB9, like, that's that's a big I, difference I right more. there. You know, couldn't that's a lot. More, yeah. I think that's a lot bigger difference than RB13 versus RB19. Still it's a big lot difference. Bigger, it's but... a lot bigger than, than the number six makes me think. And I've noticed that when going through rankings. Like, if it's three, I'm like, that's not a huge difference. But. You start getting much past three or four, and it it it, it make means something, especially at the top, like you said. Yeah, and I'm gonna give you my reasoning, and mm-hmm. then why don't you give me yours, and we'll just kind of agree to disagree on this one. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so part of my my part of my philosophy or my thinking is on Camara is that Camara has been really good with Drew Brees at the helm. He's been really like elite 
with Drew Brees at the helm. And why has he been elite with Drew Brees at the helm? Because he's a really great pass catcher. And I why I wanted to like without watching um Oodles up game film, I just kinda wouldn't want to dive into his his like rushing ability and everything. And once again, not a lot of prep time this week. Um but I so I just looked at Pro Football Focus real quick just to kind of see where they graded him as a runner. Like overall Pro Football Focus has him as their seventh best running back coming out of twenty twenty. Um, now if you click on that sort button for how he grades out as the, their, uh, like just as a runner, as a running back, mm-hmm. he is 19th. He received a grade of 79.9. Um, here's some guys who are graded as better runners than Alvin Kamara. Just listen to me real quick. Samaje P. Ryan. When was the last time you heard about Samaje P. Ryan? That was like two years ago. The last time I heard his name, Alexander mm-hmm. Madison, a backup, David Montgomery, we both agree, not that great. The illegitimate father of your firstborn daughter, Melvin Gordon, is is a better runner according to PFF than Alvin Kamara. Gus Edwards, a guy who we both like you more than slightly more than me, I think, but still, these are all like arguably like. And, and granted, I gave you the worst names out of out of the group. But still, I was just like, wow, that's that's an interesting group of runners that are supposedly better than Kamara. Mm-hmm. Um and I know that he he's he is an elite pass catcher as a running back and everything and I get that. But when you put into I would rather have to 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 put it into context. I have Nick Chubb of Kamara and Nick Chubb, yeah, he's not the greatest pass catcher, but Nick Chubb is also on an offense that I believe in more 2021 season than I do mm-hmm. with the New Orleans Saints. A, I still don't know who what quarterback is going to who the quarterback is going to be for the New Orleans Saints. Mm-hmm. If it's going to be Jameis Winston, I'm willing to raise him up a little bit. If it's going to be Taysom Hill, I think he's going to stay right where he is. I just don't when you take into account the fact that Alvin Kamara is not the greatest runner at the running back position, granted that is room for interpretation in this day and age. Um Right, and by that I mean like he could easily just line up in the slot or just catch passes out of the backfield. But if it's Taysom Hill, and we've kind of covered this before, mobile quarterbacks don't check down, or stereotypically don't check down to their running backs like Drew Brees used to do with Alvin Kamara. They Mm -hmm. run the ball instead. Mm -hmm. Jameis Winston, on the other hand, has more of a tendency. Could have more. Could have more of a tendency to do so. Mm. And if you're not having Alvin Kamara catching 80 passes, I know you're about to say, yeah, they're like without Michael Thomas, they're who are else they're going to throw to. They still have Traquan Smith. Yeah, I know not a sexy name anymore. Everyone wants to like give up on Traquan Smith, but he's still there. <clears throat> we still got my guy, uh, Deontay Harris. Yeah. He's really small and really fast, but I mean, he, Deontay Harris is more or less, um, Darren Sproles. I think like I watched, I watched Deontay Harris and I just see Darren Sproles. You know where Darren Sproles got his chops? With Drew Brees. I know it's not. Drew Brees is not there anymore. But still. I don't know, man. I'm just like, like I, it, when it when push comes to shove, I'd rather have the eight running backs above Alvin Kamara than Alvin Kamara. And all the running backs above him are great names. It's not like I'm putting David Montgomery above him, you know? I just, what what, what do you think, man? Why don't you say your spiel and and we'll give we'll give the audience you know the other side of the coin. Hmm. I think uh, Camaro is a much better runner than you or PFF is giving credit for. Just because he doesn't do it all the time doesn't mean he can't. I think he has the pedigree. I think he's got amazing strength and balance. Uh, more importantly, to the usage, I think Sean Payton is going to adjust the offense to fit his personnel, and I think we can all agree Camaro might be the best player on the whole. Well on the whole that side of the ball let's not talk about defense because they've got some pretty darn darn good defenders but But, uh, what what about what about but uh what about your boy uh uh, adam troutman again Kamara is the best player on offense i think we can all agree (laughs) on that we've seen sean payton adjust his offense he goes from a jimmy grant to a michael thomas to a dree to a drew Brees throwing you know for five thousand yards 5,000 yards every season to becoming a run-centric attack. He's going to adjust the offense to fit his personnel. There's a possibility mm-hmm. both quarterbacks start. 
That doesn't mean that he's going to put in Jameis to throw to the, to Kamara. I'm just saying it's probably going to be the first time you're going to see Kamara get over 200 carries in a season, get over 1,000 yards in a season. And if you do give him just those water uh, benchmarks, He's got. He's already finishing. You know, last year in a down year with you know without Breeze in uh, you know, uh, running back nine. So, I think I, I just I think he's going to have a great season, both catching the ball and and on the ground because the whole offense is going to run through him. Now health, health of course. You know he's not a shining beacon of health there, but with Thomas out, I just think those targets are up for grab. I think Sean Payton will run the offense through him. They'll try to keep him fret, uh, healthy, so it's not he's not a. You know, every down, bang it into the goal line necessarily. We're not trying to remake the type of player he is. But I think he's going to get some more work on the ground because necessity. Okay. Um, quick question for you, and then let's let's keep rolling. Mm-hmm. So by having Kamara at RB3, you're willing to be absolutely wrong on him. You you like and, and let me let me. I mean, you can that. say that about you any think player. that you, you, you don't anywhere. think that you don't think that you are you are one hundred percent absolutely right, and you're thinking on this, and that there's no room for anything that I just said. Because no, because when at RB three, I I I think that you have to be one hundred percent absolutely positive that you're. I mean, this is your third. This is a third pick of the first round. Yeah, I'm positive. That's what's I don't going understand on. the question. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm positive. Otherwise, I wouldn't have him there. I'm not it, saying that, that means that you are 100% positive that this could not go wrong, that there is absolutely no universe. Where Any what of the I'm negatives that you mentioned, right. if he gets only 80 catches or what have you, then he's going to make up for it on the ground. He's going to make up for it in opportunity. He's going to have. And you a, think that is absolutely what's going to happen? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I guess I kind of have to do that with the top 12, 24, 36 picks. I don't know. I okay. I, feel, I feel better about that than I do Nick Chubb and Zeke. I don't feel better about that than I do wow. CMC and Cook. That's why he's at three. I, so I was going to... And like, it's not like you, like, you, it's I, not I like don't you wanna, buried I, him. It's not like you buried him. You've got him in the top 10, don't you? At nine, right? Yeah. Yeah, so but RB9 usually goes like maybe in the beginning of the second where I'm usually willing to be a little bit more wrong on. Like, you mm-hmm. know, like I'm I'm more willing to be like, well, you know, maybe that didn't quite work out. You know, it's second round pick or end of the first, you know, I didn't really. Like I want something that I am mm-hmm. definitely willing to just be 100% right on. And I, I mean, if it's wrong, then I'm just flabbergasted, you know, like outside of injury, obviously injuries happen. You can't predict injuries, but if the workload doesn't show up, I'm like, I, what, what, what happened there? Like, that's weird. You know, I just, I mean, you know what I'm saying? We all, we all know what Kamara's upside is. It's the RB one. Pretty sure he's done it before. Has he not? I think he did once. Once. Yeah. I mean, once upon yeah. a time. Yeah, and and again, to I'm your not, point, I'm not, I'm not trying to, I'm to not your trying point, to make a joke. I, I like, I literally think. I'm pretty he sure was I think he did once. Yeah, and I think to your point, it was, it was in a great situation. Right? It was in a great situation. No, that was that was CMC. I mean, I meant 2018, 2020. I don't remember. Yeah. He had a backfield mate at the time. It was either Ingram or somebody else. Like, he, but he was still amazing. Was yes. Murray? I think was it. Okay, one of those two. Yeah, I, I think you're really discounting. Like, I'm not on all on board with Latavius Murray, but I think Latavius Murray has his role in this offense, and I think that you're really giving every. Kamara's like, performed with Latavius Murray before, just like he's performed with Ingram before. Well, of course, of course he has. He made a top because five. It's, it, top... It's, it's, because it's not 1975. Yeah, there's and it's literally the same guy on the roster, so he's got probably gonna have the same role, and he'll still excel, and he might get more play on the ground because, like I said, if they have to go more run heavy, if Taysom is the starter. I, I'm telling you, man, Sean Payton is just the type of b-hole to, to to have a platoon all season of these two guys. Be like, well, Jameis, if you're going to throw 30 interceptions, I'll just play half the time and you'll throw 15. <laughs> I'll bring Taysom. Won't let him throw it. I'll just do shovel passes. So, 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 so okay. So I'll just let, do let, shovel let, passes let, to ask, Kamara. Ask, answer so me one more question. <laughs> one more question. Let's, let's move on. Who do you think wins the starting quarterback job? And the fact that we even have to ask this at in like August nineteenth, can I say a both? A little bit sketchy. Can I say both? No, you can't. That is not a that is not an option at all. Let it be known that's who I really think is going to win. I think he's just crazy it's enough not. to do that. I think he's going to do it. Um, it's not going if you to made happen. me choose, it's Jameis. 
And if it's and if it's Jameis, I want to bring Alvin Kamara up my ranks. If it's Taysom Hill, he's gonna stay at nine. And I kind of think it's gonna be Taysom Hill to start the season. It's gonna be a mistake. I think this team not going after at least even a developmental quarterback in the in the in the draft was a huge mistake. But whatever. I'm not their GM. Let's move on to uh what what, what who did you want to talk about next, Chris? I've got four running backs. Sorry, my document was all off to the side four. there. Um, I said I've got who, ex- not, I said who, not in your entire rankings. No, I'm just saying, uh, as far as running backs go, I've got Eckler. But um, I do kind of touch on a couple of guys here because we're kind of touching on already this uh, important part of the draft. Um, so Eckler, uh, they've really improved the offensive line, uh, as in my eyes. Rashawn Slater, I think he was first-round pick. Corey Lindsley over from the uh, Packers at center. Uh, I think Bilago was, the, Bilago uh, was there last uh, year. So, yeah, but sorry to interrupt, but just fine. to put it into context, I believe uh, PFF had Corey Lindsley as one of their top five, if not top three, centers sure. in all of football last yeah. year. Yeah, and he came, and the Packers let him go, and he went over to the Chargers. Yeah, sorry, I just wanted, to, I just wanted to reiterate your point. It, it's of one of those examples of why Rodgers was is was upset, whatever. Like they let a lot of good players go. Uh, don't discount the importance between center and quarterback. Like this is huge for her or herbert so i'm just kind of really uh in re-emphasizing the fact i'm high on the chargers offense eckler has rose up my rankings because of the likes of like our saquons i'm a little lower on henry than most uh you know in josh's case he's got concerns for camara um i get it like there's there's it's an important part of the draft the position is really important to fantasy so I'm trying to hammer down and uh, whatever you call it, split some hairs, if you will. So that's why I am. Where am I? Or do you have Eckler there? Yeah, it's like where am I at on Eckler on the left, Chris? So quick rundown: I've got CMC, Dalvin Cook, Kamara at three, as we just discussed, Chubb at four, Zeke at five, Jones, Aaron Jones at six, Derek Henry at seven. I've got Austin Eckler at running back eight. To close out the top twelve, I've got Gibson at nine, Jonathan Taylor at ten, Saquon at eleven, and Joe Mixon at twelve. So I've got Eckler at eight. Um, so those are the reasons right, I've got Eckler just, I'm there. Just, I'm just tired. Um, keep it's going. Fine. It's fine. It, um, it looks like I'm annoyed. I'm like, no, I'm just tired. No, you're good. You're good. Uh, so we went over everything with Camara. The other kind of, yeah, not a big mover per se, uh, but I've got him locked in but, at number two, Cook. Can, uh, can, just, can I interrupt you for a second? Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. I thought you had, like, you were, like, texting me the other day, and you're like, yeah, I have Eckler at, like, five or four or something like that i was like that's fucking great dude like i i like i like the call i was I just, being a little hyperbolic I, I was curious out. i was that, curious that's that's great dude like i like you i you texted me the other day and you're like i have eckler at like four or five and i'm like dude that's awesome like i like the call you know and i'm like you inspired me to raise him and i was just like and then i see your rankings i'm like he was like at 12 or well, well that jerk he, he told me one thing and then he did something completely different <laughs> i hadn't physically literally touched my rankings at that point like if i tell you i'm moving him to five like i think i said five or six or seven i don't remember what the actual message you seriously said. inspired me i was like i was like no I, I like that take and so i got him up to five and you're and you're like oh eight he didn't he didn't follow through Okay. But I did. Well, I'm I'm gonna I'm I, I'm like no I'm I'm standing pat now like I'm a believer. So keep going, man. Sorry. All I'm trying to say is that like uh, I think if you look at both of our top really twelve, well maybe not the last couple, but our top twelve running backs, they're uh, enough against consensus to be uh, uh, different. Like Eckler, like most folks don't have Eckler at eight. Um, so uh, Zeke was the other big mover that I wanted to talk about here. Um, we already touched on Cook. That's it's it is what it is. I mean, he's to me he's one of the most reliable options out there. His volume is guaranteed. I love Dalvin Cook this year. Short of of course CMC at number one. So Zeke was the other big mover for me with Eckler. Like I just couldn't bring myself to bring Eckler above Zeke. I think a lot of folks are kind of sleeping on Zeke, although he's risen to like six or seven i think in consensus uh correct me if i'm, I'm wrong yeah oh uh, that's what i was gonna that's what i was gonna ask you oh oh i just remembered it um chris have you ever cowboyed up i don't even know what that means i don't know either i saw it in the back of someone's car it said cowboy up and i was like okay 
Ask them. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't been a cowboy uh, I was hoping, for many I was, years. Dude, I, you're from Texas. I thought maybe you'd know. Nope. Nope. I was. I'm. Right. I, I can't say I was never a cowboy, but I'm not one to ask. Let's put it that way. You, I guess you I did never cowboy cowboyed up. up. Okay. I, I. I don't know what that means. Yes, so Josh. I don't have to I look up either. Up. Yes, Josh, I have cowboyed up. You know how I cowboyed up? I've worked a rodeo a couple times. Uh, I've, I've, I've. Oh my God, I've, you really have cowboyed it up. Yeah, oh yeah. God, I've, I've run some four wheelers. I think and, that's exactly what it means. Everything and, you're just about yeah. to say. Yeah, so I guess wow. I have cowboyed up, but it's been a long time ago, folks. Don't get it twisted. I am a city boy through and through. Huh. So, I never thought of it that way, but okay, yeah, okay, keep going. Sorry, I just, I, I really just remember that. Sorry, keep going. Um, so you know, I would just to say, like, as far as Eckler, I mean, I would use you know, kind of the argument about running. I mean, you don't expect much running from Camara. It's definitely not Eckler's calling card. I mean, we're talking about a, what I'm talking about with Eckler is a historical. He's made some great highlight plays, like running on the ground and through the tackles, whereas Camara has not necessarily done a lot of through the tackle uh, running plays. I couldn't disagree more. I think Camara is a better runner than Eckler. I think Eckler's going to have a great season on the ground. And I think he's also going to have say, a great season through the air. Uh, but I, not, not so much as, as much as I like Zeke. Like I think Zeke is probably in for an 1800 yard season on the ground. Uh, could be like the 2016 year. The health of the line is as best as it's been in some time. Lyle Collins, Zach Martin, Tyron Smith is the healthiest they've been all year. Those are perennial all pros, not pro bowlers, all pros. Uh, and of course the health of Dak and his ankles. So I think, yeah, most of the conjecture about last year, you can throw most of it out the window because he didn't have Dak and didn't have his own line. Uh, both Amari and Zeke are slimmed down. Uh, even a small improvement on defense could yield more opportunities for all the offense because they were okay. bottom of the barrel. Yep. Um, that's, that's he's cool. had 71 targets each of the past two seasons. He had 95 targets in 2018, so people tend to forget how good of a receiver he is, even with Pollard in town the last two seasons. Um, is this Zeke? Sorry. Uh, he has to have more touchdown upside based solely on Dak being back. Like his touchdowns have actually been a bit sporadic or low uh, the past two or three years. So I expect that to be higher too with Dak back. With Dak back. That's all I got. Let, let's talk about Keenan Allen here. Uh, you got him at uh, wide receiver. I almost said RB again. Um, you have him at wide receiver 10. I have him at 14. Not a big difference, right? Right. Um, that's only four spots, but you have him as you know, like wide receiver 10, like that's, that's wide receiver one territory. I have met wide receiver two. Um, I, I think a lot of it, and, and I, and I had to look into this. I really did because I was like, I can't just be like, well, he just gets injured all the time. And, you know, he has had injury seasons. He's only finished with six to played in six, playing in 16 games, three times out of his eight seasons. Hmm. That's 37 and a half percent. If for those of you doing the math, um, and those were his best seasons. And last year was good too. He played in 14, if memory serves correct. Maybe it was 13, it was 14. Um, and he and he had a good season. He actually had the most touchdowns out of his career last year with eight with uh, in Herbie's uh rookie season. You know, Herbie playing in 15 of those 16 games. Poor Tyrod Taylor. I'm sorry, Herd Taylor. Um, I just like, and it's just that little bit of an injury knock. That just wanted me to bump him down just just enough, and, and and compared to from mine to yours, I was like, oh yeah, I mean like I like you, and we can briefly touch on this here in, in just a second. So mm-hmm. so like what, what we will just just give it one second. Um, so I have CD and um. Cooper Cup and Robert Woods ahead of Keenan Allen, whereas you have Keenan Allen ahead of just to kind of like give them give context where you have them. Mm-hmm. Like you have Keenan Allen at 10, and then going down to your 14 spot, you have Keenan Allen, then Amari, then Terry McLaurin, then CD, and then Cooper Cup. So, like, not a big, like, more or less the same names in that in that range there, but you just have them slightly rearranged. So, I mean, what makes you put Keenan Allen above? those guys whereas i have keenan allen below some of those guys and i mean throw robert woods in there that's the outlier there of, of those names but still mm-hmm. we won't talk about woods right now um i just, I just don't think a... has, i don't think he has any competition outside of you know i mean mike williams will do fine uh, i just yeah and i feel good I, about the young guy I, I hear the young guy might take the uh the tennessee kid um is it Palmer? Josh Palmer, maybe? Josh Palmer. I got the last I thought for sure I was gonna get the last name wrong. Um 
so that's kind of where I'm at. You know, Hunter Henry's out. I, I don't, gone. And, 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 and I don't, I'm oh, sorry to interrupt, they, but I don't think people should really up. sleep on Tyron um, Johnson either for the Chargers. Like mm. between uh, Mike Williams and Tyron Johnson and Josh Palmer, one of these, I really think that one of these guys with the absence, the absence mm. of Hunter Henry is going to take off. I don't think it's going to be Jared Cook. He's the tight end that came in to replace Hunter Henry. I don't really think so. Jared Cook is he's like 32, right? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um younger than the both of us, let's put I it mean, that I mean, I think he's better than a stopgap. I mean, he's literally Oh no, he's there for he's a, a capable tight end. I just yeah. don't think he's that athletic mm -hmm. a, a, mm -hmm. enough to really t take over that role. I think right. one of these other three one of these three wide receivers um is going to um Quickly, uh, just, just to kind of pivot away from Keenan Allen real quick, but stay on the Chargers. Which one of those three wide receivers you'd, would you rather have that are just going like real late in drafts? Just at don't even look three? at your rankings. I'm going to even look at your rankings. Williams. I'm going to go look at mine. I, I'd say take the cheaper guy, but like Palmer is going to be, uh, could potentially be. What's that? I mean, the, we're talking like last pick, like last yeah, pick of the last round. That's what round, I'm saying. Like he can, know, he's Mr. probably going to be drafted. Yeah, so I, I don't want to take him. So I'd, I'd have to go defer to Mike Williams. I'm not a big fan. I'm going to go. Williams, so. You know what? I'm going to go Tyron Johnson. I've been hearing some decent things coming oh, yeah. out of camp and everything. Mm -hmm. Been, um, you know, I always keep my ear to the ground about other fantasy analysts. I don't listen to podcasts or there's a couple that I listen to, but I read a lot of articles about everything football related at this time of year just to kind of keep myself educated for the, for upcoming drafts. Mm -hmm. And I've been hearing Tyron Johnson's name kind of be floating around out there every once in a while. So, I mean, it's just like a super, like super late, like kind of fly. I know we're kind of skipping ahead here on this, but super late, like flyer kind of guy, Tyron mm -hmm. Johnson, man, just, just a name to keep it, to keep in mind. Sorry, go, let's, let's go back to Keenan Allen. Sorry, I got off topic here. That's more or less it. I mean, uh, I think Herbert's. I think I think Allen's probably going to be playing with the best quarterback he's ever played with. Um, I'm just going to put that out there. I know there's some Philip Rivers fans out there, but you know, especially I, if, you, if especially if you start talking about the last three or four years, which which is probably the bulk uh, of Keenan Allen's career, right? We could agree on that. With, well, what's weird is because it, like with in Rivers. the last three or four years is when Keenan Allen has have been a healthy and had his best numbers too. Yeah. Yeah, but so I it's I know it, it I know what you're saying. Don't get me wrong. And the last couple things I'd say is that like, uh, yes, we want everybody we draft in the top 150 picks to play 16 games, but we all know that's not going to happen. And when I go back and look at fantasy statistics, and I'm looking at like total points, I'm like, should I go by per game? Because sometimes you get like guys who play like two games in the per game, you know, so you kind of have to like filter them out. So I usually end up going by total and like, oh, so-and-so only played 15. Oh, so-and-so running back only played 14, but he was still pretty good. So yeah. obviously I expect some of that to cancel out his ding, the tendency that he has to get dinged up and hope that it's a somewhere between a 15 and 17 game season, for goodness sakes. Um, and just that volume and the talent oh, yeah, offense. Yeah, 17 game season, yeah. Yeah, and, that, and the offensive line. You know that we already touched on a couple times with Eckler and whatnot and Herbert. The 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 unoffensive offensive line. Yes, it's much less offensive than it was before. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm spacing on who you wanted to talk about next. Oh, um, because yeah, Allen was yours. I did my RBs there. The Dolphins running backs. Oh yes. Um, so so yeah, we as were, we yeah. touched on just a tad earlier in the show, I've I've lowered Gaskin a little. Um. I'm, I did as well. Yeah, I'm keeping my eye, uh, and I kind of was weeks before that. I just remember was reminding folks that last year he was a right guy, right place kind of guy. You know, like I'm not saying he was a world beater. Never was on that. Also, track, also a guy that you got off the waiver wire, a waiver wire Val darling. Yeah. As some well, might say. yes, that value was. You know, um, so quick little rundown of their usage this last game, which I I feel like was this the second preseason game. Or the first? No, it was their, the first. I think it was their first. Yeah, so I guess what I'm getting at is I guess the second will be their dress rehearsal. Anyway, I thought it was telling uh, that the Dolphins had a laundry list of starters, clear starters, that they weren't playing in the game. Gaskin had to play. Do you see it where I'm getting at there? I understand there's always two ways to look at that, but lots of times when you see a guy getting rest in the preseason, it's a good thing because he's a locked-in starter and they don't want to they're not risking it. I don't think that's necessarily the case with Gaskin, but as far as my rankings go, he is still the starter. Let me be clear. Uh, so the usage in this last preseason game, 
Gaskin gets Hit 16 snaps. Gaskin gets 16 snaps, four carries. Ahmad Ahmed, sorry, gets 12 snaps, six carries. Brown, uh, Malcolm Brown, who started the game, got 16 snaps, nine carries. Now, that nine carries went for only eight yards. <laughs> and Ahmed was clearly the best of, of all three of them. He was um, clearly the most um, efficient. Quick pronunciation interjection. Yes. Ahmed. Ahmed. So Ahmed uh, got 12 snaps, six carries. Yeah, and he clearly played the best. Now, he wasn't playing against the Bears starters, like you assume Brown and Gaskin were, of course. Uh, but that yep. worries me with Gaskin. He only gets four carries, and yet he got 16 snaps. I get it. So, you know, I, I th- I'm not changing my rankings yet because, as I said, Gaskin is still a starter in my eyes. But I like the but value. You just fi- said you lowered him. I did lower him because of this news. I thought it was a little concerning. I thought right. the percentages could work less in his favor than maybe I felt before. The snap I, think you, I think you mean to say you're not drastically re- uh, changing your rankings. Yeah, I don't. Um, okay. I can pull that up. But, uh, yeah, I lowered him some. I'm not drastically I did as well. lowering him, saying he's not the starter anymore. But I've got my ears to the tracks. I mess Brown. that saying up every time. <laughs> you do. It's, it's like I've Whatever. got three, three no, of them I'm, going through so my head. <laughs> I don't remember where you had Gaskin before, but I think we were roughly around, both around like RB16. You now have him at 19 and I have him at 21. Yep. That sounds about right. Yes. So, uh, meaning yeah, where we just, have him before, just yeah. to kind of, just to kind of give context of that. Yeah. We, yes, I, did for, I forgot we to mention both, Thank you. We both lowered him. Yeah. Um, so who great. else do you have here? Um, there were a couple I, other situations you wanted to talk about that it was uh, like, yeah, we probably should talk about those. I've got at 22. I might have lowered them a little bit before the show. Anyway. Oh, my bad. It's fine. No, I think I did before I talked to you. Um, I'm sorry. Probably. Was I up next? Oh, Dolphins running backs. That was more or less it. Yeah, I got all in the usage and the carries, so that, keep your eye out for that, folks. Where are we going next? I'm asking you. Oh, uh, Jags receivers is who I've got up oh, here yes. next. Yes, Another. Yes, yes. You know, kind of, kind of a murky situation, if you will. Um, can I interject real quick before you start? Um, mm-hmm. Apparently, I, I don't have time, and nor am I a lot very interested in watching preseason games, as although I should be. But at the same time, like, eh, it's hard to tell sometimes when you're watching a preseason game what level of defense an offensive starter is is playing against, in the sense of. Um, Trevor Lawrence, and apparently he didn't have the greatest. It wasn't terrible from what I read, but it also mm-hmm. wasn't that great mm-hmm. of a start against whoever they played against. The Bears, right? Call. Sounds right. Yeah. Was the two of them versus um, each other? Okay. It wasn't, the, it wasn't the Bears, but I don't remember who it was. But anyways, you know, so I, I take it with a grain of salt of, of Trevor Lawrence's um, what he did in that first preseason game this up-and-coming week when he plays again will be mm-hmm. more telling, but I just wanted to throw that out there that it was just like, wasn't that great, but he's still a rookie. And even though he was probably the best, supposedly the best rookie prospect in the last like five years, um, not, even then, like Peyton Manning had a really bad rookie season and ended up being one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play the game, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's a little too early to, <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. All right, where Fine. were we? Uh, go me. with your thing here. Jaguars receivers. Some more care appearing about Chenault. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, a little bit of quick background where I've got him here. Keep going. Where I'll, are I'll, you? I'll look it up. Wide receiver 33. I've still got him as my first Jaguars receiver. I've got Chark at 35. It's very interesting, yes. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm not I cannot... saying you're necessarily wrong. I just find it very interesting that that's where, where you yeah. went with that. Well, I like the talent and... Chenault more, but I'm giving it a little bit of pushback in terms of what his role may be. But I'm still not that high on chart, kind of because what you just said. I might be concerned about the offense more than, more than I well, initially and, thought. And the thing is, too, that we didn't say at the top because we, t- we talked about on the stream on Sunday versus in the news segment here, which, you know, quick plug there, on Sundays we're doing uh, mock drafts. And then once right regular season starts, it will be more or less a, a injury news segment and ask a friend sort of thing right here in our YouTube channel. But we did say that in the in the stream on Sunday that DJ Chark did break his finger and he had surgery for it. He's right, expected yeah. to be back for week one. But he it sounds like he's gonna miss the majority of the rest of preseason, you know, action. So with a that, rookie that's, quarterback. That's, that's that is very crucial for a wide receiver and a Potentially, their wide receiver one, 
you know, right. to work to with, it, with their sure. new rookie quarterback. You know, mm-hmm. it's not like he's a veteran, a veteran quarterback coming to a different team. I mean, this is a rookie coming out of college, you know. Mm-hmm. So and, and so I kind of like your it's an interesting take on Chenault versus DJ Chark. And maybe I ha- I mean, we're only di- four spots different on Chark. But no, keep Fair. going, man. This, this, um, what were you going to say about Chenault? As I said, the more I hear he might be moving into the big slot, that concerns me a little bit. Um, on top of that, you've got like this kind of like Tavon Austin played really well in a preseason game. I'm not saying he's taking Chanel's role. I'm just saying I, I worry a little bit about Urban Meyer getting a little cute. He's got this Travis Etienne kind of Percy Harvin role out there. Mm-hmm. Did you just. I, were you comparing Chanel to Tavon Austin? Were you saying that Tavon no, Austin I'm comparing is on the team? that the gadget player. I'm saying Tavon Austin is on the team. Okay, sorry, I, sorry, I misheard. I'm I'm sorry, I misheard you. I'm like, wait a minute. Tavon, let me phrase it better. He was been, I thought no, he'd he's been on the team. Out. He's on the team. Yes, so Tavon Austin is on the Jaguars. In fact, I think he's wait, listed at, at. Let me finish. Tavon Austin is on the Jaguars. He played well, uh, whatever night that was, and he might actually be listed at running back if I'm not mistaken. But I'm not saying he's taking Chenault's role. I'm just saying Urban Meyer kind of has this obsession with this Percy Harvin hybrid receiver running back role. And a lot of the fantasy community feels like the Chenault should be in this role. And he's got size. However, the fact that he may be relegated to a big slot role worries me a little bit not to mention adp that's where chark really turns me off uh not to get on adp that because that's you know we'd be talking about that next week but mm-hmm. so i kind of come full circle back to i worry about devil daryl bevel maybe running the ball more than we thought and uh jones might end up becoming the better value in like the ninth round just like as a just kind of forget about all of them not all of them forget about the top two guys that are too expensive so yeah mm-hmm. i'm sorry i'm smirking because i'm just i'm thinking about the new segment when uh tim tebow they thought they were gonna work him out of tight end i'm like <laughs> and, and, and tavon austin is 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 playing yeah it's like yeah a, that's a, that, and that's what i was just like oh i mean you're just it's just like this conglomerate of athletes you know like they're not it, it's like it's like urban meyer walked into this team and he was just like there's guys on this team and i hate them all i want my guys i'm like don't be a john um i almost said madden um sorry madden comes out in like 51 minutes as of right now um mm-hmm. Don't be a John Gruden. And it's just like, I'm going to get my guys in here. Yeah, blah, so. blah, blah. And it's just like, dude, you have talent around you. Just utilize it. Like, mm-hmm. if you, I'm sorry. Like, I'm, I'm not going down this rabbit hole other than to say that it's a pretty bad coach that if you don't like the talent around you and you can't utilize it because it doesn't fit your scheme, that mm-hmm. maybe your scheme should go into the dumpster. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, there's, you know, there's folks concerned that he that they're going to sh- shoehorn Chenault into this uh, gadgety role instead of which he can do though. He, oh, he absolutely can. But he showed last year that he can he can play a legit. Receiver. He can run the ball. He can he can you yeah. know catch it out of the, yeah. the backfield hey, and everything. Maybe they that were helps doing him. that. I, I'm sorry, I don't remember who the head coach was last year, but yeah, he can do that. That's why oh, I'm just sure. like, why are you getting all? Why these is all this dudes? talk about Kadarius Tony and you know your you're uh, like you know wide receiver one bust Tavon Austin there and you take not a the, running back when you kind of didn't one. need one and then you tell us you're going to put him in the slot I'm sorry I thought Chanel was in the slot it's like come on or Chanel or whatever <laughs> yeah so I'm, a little we're going to keep calling him Chanel because I, I'll just kind of make it a, a real soft tee like a Chanel there you go so just to put a bow on it I've got him at wide I've got Chanel at wide receiver 33 keeping mm-hmm. an eye out if I have to push him outside of where do you have uh, where do you have Chark and where do you have um, Marvin? I think I Jones mentioned it a moment ago, but to, to close out, I've just had you. Where'd you go, Chark? Oh, just two spots, two spots below at wide receiver thirty-five. Mm-hmm. I'll be in a different tier. Uh, then I've got Marvin Jones down at wide receiver forty-seven. And to just give everyone where I have him, I have Chark at thirty-one. Probably should be a little bit lower, but that's okay. Um, and then I have. Chenault, let me scroll down at 51 and Marvin Jones at 62, which Marvin Jones needs to be way higher. Like this guy, like we like um, fantasy, like wide receiver magic and somehow ends up as like a very 
relevant at least and if it's only for five games he's still what fantasy relevant if five games like every single year that he's not injured which has been mm. pretty rare actually yeah. so yeah he's just had a long illustrious career i'm just kind of worried that maybe marvin jones is just a, just a hitting, hitting those twilight years oh that's fair yeah, that's fair i've always been a fast that, guy that's, that's my concern yeah yeah um, like why don't we move so. on to let's move on to some tight ends real quick let's do it let's do it you got one you want to throw out first you want me to go um yeah i would like to talk about travis kelsey i travis kelsey okay. is my number one tight end the guy. Uh, going into the 21 2021 <laughs> season um I, but in all seriousness, we could go down the Kyle Pitts road again. I, mm-hmm. I, I'm actually raising on Pitts in the sense that, like, if they're going to use him more as a wide receiver, and I don't like him being designated as a tight end, and I and to get outside of fantasy football for just one second, mm-hmm. I really think that Kyle Pitts is going to get reclassified as a wide receiver at some point before his, the end of his rookie contract and the team's going to fight it and it's going to go into some sort of legal litigation just but like I don't Jimmy think there was any pushback from himself like I think if that were the case don't you think as a draft as a rookie draft nope. pick he'd, he'd no nope, because I think he was foot... just trying to get drafted as whatever but uh, now because Jimmy Graham went through this when he was with the Saints well, that, because that they came were specifically they, down because to the they contract, were using him yeah. 75% in the slot as mm-hmm. a wide receiver, he was trying to get reclassified to get a bigger payday, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. they wouldn't, and so he got a smaller payday. Because I think from both the players and the team's perspective, they legitimately want to see how it works first. They want to see if he can put a little more meat on his bones. And hey, he's a he's a tall guy. He's a big guy, and he's not like the real thin. Let's not be overzealous he's here. Not but, a, he's not but he's a, not a blocker. Guy, he's not Waddle? a. Hey, dude, I Devonta Smith. Yeah, he's not Devonta Smith by any means. So. NFL weight room could do him a world of good after his first couple seasons. Yep. Te- technique. Um, can I interrupt uh, you real quick? Sorry, this sure. was supposed to be really quick. Sorry. Um, I, I was almost it done. Was supposed to be over quick. <laughs> okay, sorry. Uh, sorry, go ahead. All I was going to say was <laughs> I'm old enough to be around when Tony Gonzalez came into the league, and he was not Mr. Hall of Fame tight end right off the bat. He was skinny, he couldn't block, and they had to bring him along. And remember, this is in the what nineties, so it wasn't as common to have that. this have this tweener. Yeah, it might have actually been late eighties. Uh, don't quote me on no, that. No, no, okay, no. All right, ninety two. No, ninety two. Final answer. Look it what, up. I'll fin- what year I'll, do you think Tony Gonzalez got drafted? Ninety two. I'm. I haven't looked it up yet. I'm going to say it was nineteen ninety eight. Closest, closest person, non-price right rules. I, yeah. I, I haven't looked it up yet. I honestly I haven't. Way off. I'm a little concerned. I'm sticking to my guns because I'm usually good at this sort of thing, but let's go. Um, Snickers that's all ice I'm cream saying. bar. Here we go. Tony Gonzalez got drafted in 1997. That goes to me. We were both off. Yeah. Darn it. But I, I said, I, said I was off like a decade. Was... <laughs> I was off like a decade. Sorry, folks. You were off Pull... five years, dude. But yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, five years. Point is, he was skinny. He couldn't block worth a lick. He became a very serviceable blocker. In fact, in his later years in Atlanta, I think he was he was pretty pretty good because technique was very sound at that point in his career, you know? Well, I think so, at that point he was a tactician or a, a technician versus a an athlete. Exactly. So that is all to say I think the team and the player will both want to make sure he can play the position However, yes, he'll be split out a lot. He'll be all over the field. He'll run the ball. Dude, 17 years, Tony Gonzalez. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. he He's I, – I I kid when I say I think Witten is because I don't really think Witten is. That's just me making people upset because I'm a Tony Cowboys Gonzalez fan. had two years yeah, I, I, he might that he be didn't my have – that he had less than 100 targets. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Absolutely, and a pillar of health too. Oh my! And this God. was before Gates. This was before uh, you know, Witten was catching ninety balls. This was before uh, uh, Kyle Pitts. This was before all these guys were these kind of tweeners. He was something else, man. But he didn't come out like anyways. Let's, let's, let's keep let's keep moving on. Yeah, like, my, we my were bad, talking about tight ends. Not Tony Gonzalez. We finished up uh, Pitts. I think we were good with Pitts, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So I'm rising, I'm rising, but I'm not, I'm not me. I, I'm not, I'm still not drafting him. He's in tight end nine for, or I think it was nine. Yeah. For me. That's, that's, that's reasonable. I'm still not drafting him though. He's got to really fall and he's not, and he's not going to, you have him at five and that's like, that's where everyone is like more or less drafting him. Yeah. I think I feel good about him being right behind Hawkinson. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, thank you. 
I still feel better, feel better about Hawkinson. Uh, so next guy I want to talk about is uh, Goddard. And this is going to be a pretty quick one. This is more of a public service announcement. I feel like his, hopefully his ADP is trending downward, but I just think he's still being drafted too high. He's being drafted like as if Ertz is like alive. <laughs> and Ertz is there healthy. And, uh, you know, I just, I, I have cons- and blonde, healthy and blonde. And I have concerns. They're going to more or less kind of run this offense through him. Josh mentioned earlier how this personnel, this offensive grouping is kind of up in the air. Like, what are we doing here? Like, is Hurts really going to be able to steer this shit for the next few years? I don't think so. We've got an undersized, speedy wide receiver. Deshaun Jackson is back, is he not? Uh, you know, they've not, always no, been... no. Deshaun Jackson isn't is. Oh, he's in the Rams. The he's at the Rams. Rams. Wrong season. Sorry, folks. That was last he's... year. That was last year. To be fair, he's moved around a lot. <laughs> um, that, I will give you that point. <laughs> so, I just think Goddard's ADP is crazy right now. I think I lowered him on my. Well, I know I lowered him on my rankings. Now he's sniffing. He's kind of just outside. Forgive me. That is your rankings. I think I have him just outside tight end one. Yep, yeah, tight end 13. 13. Tight end 13. Uh, and I don't feel great about Troutman. We'll get into that later. So my tight ends have been shaken up a little bit. Don't draft Goddard, guys. Just don't. I think I might even lower more. I just, I think he's going to be in for an awful season. Not awful statistically, but just a frustrating fantasy season because of the two-headed monster there. And well, and here's the thing, too, is that they – so Jalen Hurts – I'm, I'm going to pull these numbers off the top of my head without looking them up because we mm-hmm. did touch on them before in a previous episode, but Jalen Hurts, um, Dallas Goddard, and um, wait, Zach Hurts, they did coexist for like two games, and Jalen Hurts was still like like throwing to them at like 55% accuracy at best. You know, like that's Jalen Hurts' game. Like, well said. Unless mm-hmm. he pulls, unless he pulls a Josh Allen from last year and completely turns around his accuracy, which like 10% he never was points. in college, and Jalen Hurts had like not to circle this back around in the Jalen Hurts discussion, but Jalen Hurts played with Jalen Waddle. That's a lot of Jalen's. That, that's two Jalen's there. But he also played with CD Lamb too, right? Mm-hmm. Right. No, CD's CD. Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah, CD. he did. Yeah, he did play with CD Lamb. CD's Oklahoma. You know, CD's and, from and Oklahoma, was, not and was still was still below sixty percent completion percentage. Oh, you know, right, like, right, right. and and so it's just like. I just don't know. Like to to reiterate your point, can mm-hmm. can Jalen Hurts really support Zach Ertz and Goddard and, and um, a fantasy receiver Smith and Devonta, Devonta Smith, Smith. Mm-hmm. and 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 or uh, Jalen Rager and 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 to, and and even to an extent where it might be one week for one guy, one week for another, and one week for another, and one week for the the fourth one. Can it really even be that, or is it mm-hmm. just a bunch of is it just a fantasy quagmire for lack of a better term? You know, like. Yep. I think I'm we're concerned. exactly on the same page on this one, Chris. Like, yep. it's just, it's kind of a state. Like, I think outside of, like, maybe if you can get a steal on Jalen Hurts just because of running ability at quarterback, cool. And maybe if you can find Miles Sanders at a price that you're really super comfortable with, cool. Otherwise, just stay away. Stay away. Yep. And, and other... Until we get some better information. You know, we might have better yeah, information sure. in a couple of weeks. But, yeah, for now – there's tra- there's that or they trade for um, Sean Watson. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Let's, 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 let's real quick. To, uh, you wanted to talk about um, Cole Komet, and you kind of talked about Troutman. Yeah, there, yeah, we're which running. We sh- both have his name misspelled, and it's with an A. I don't know, but you know, whatever. Is it really? Um, so real so. quick, we're 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 low on time, so I wanted to hammer down on uh, well, we have a bet on Troutman and Komet, but also I've been I've been changing my opinion on both of them. He's he's team. He Komet, tried to I'm, take the bet back. No, I did not. He's like, I literally said He's, I would never do that. Who are you going to believe, folks? Me or this guy but over there? But I won't let a bet get in the way of me telling our listeners the right thing to do or changing my own opinion to tell you know, to draft the right way. So I'm changing my opinion on both of them a little bit. Uh, bear with me here. Um, so, again, I'm going to go off some preseason usage here. Not the end-all, be-all, but it's an indication a lot of times, especially when they choose to put those players out there to compete for oh. positions. Uh, so with the 20 snaps they had with oh, the starting boy. quarterback, which was Taysom right, Hill. Sorry. It's okay. With the 20 snaps they had with Taysom, the starting quarterback, or first-team snaps, whatever you want to call them, uh, Troutman got 20 snaps, uh, which is pretty good. Um he got outplayed with by um, what's his face. Uh, well, there was another tight end there too. I think it's Ryan Griffin or something, but that was neither here nor there in this particular yeah. thing. But he's more uh, of a Juwan Johnson, a converted uh, wide That's receiver, yeah, a converted wide receiver, 
could be a problem uh, if Troutman loses really any receiving work to this guy. Uh, that, that, that could be bad because we're already, already talking about a run-heavy attack. Remember, as we talked about, it could be Taysom. I like Kamara to kind of lead the attack here. Could be a, they're already, they've been a run-heavy team for quite a few years now. Um, out of the third downs, though, that were with the starting quarterback, Taysom, so the passing downs, if you will, Troutman gets zero snaps and Jawan was on the field for all. All four of them. Um, the Snates. The Snates. The Saints could also be playing slower this the year. Snates. The Snates. The, the Saints could be Ooh, playing slower. That, that could. That could be the. That could the be the, the New Orleans football team this year. The Snates. Well, I'm not going to go quite. The, well, win loss. I don't it know. might be. We'll, we'll it might be who ain't. Right, right. But I'm just saying they could play slower this year. They could lean on that defense some more, as I mentioned already, lean on that run game a little more. So now you're like less volume. Now I'm taking, I don't know, red zone snaps away from Troutman for this Jawan Johnson guy who apparently played pretty well. So um, it's a little concerning. So uh, then to touch on Komet real quick on kind of your side of the argument, your side of the bet is uh, – I, I don't want to get into quarterbacks again, but I'm of the uh, frame of mind. I think Fields is going to take the starting job from week one. So I'm not necessarily not going to happen. I'm not moving these guys too much. But when it comes to a guy near him, like a Troutman that I'm kind of obviously lowering, uh, it makes Komet go higher. So I think Komet I've got uh, just inside my tight end ones. Uh, no, I've Man. still got him at tight end 14. So I'm probably going to be moving him. I actually lowered Komet because I was just like, I just, I, I. <sighs> Basically, this. Uh, 11 through 14 area, Higby, Troutman, Goddard, Komet is, I'm going to blow the whole thing up. I'm going to raise Komet inside the tight end one, inside the top 12. I'm lower, probably Higby and Troutman. Here's the, and here's Goddard, the thing so. that I, I'm, I'm I sorry, like, I'm just to quickly pivot. I, that, the thing I was like, I was like, what? I mean, if you were watching my face, I was like, you don't have Anthony Ferkser in your tight end rankings at all. My bad. Oh, you could probably okay. Slot I, was, him in I didn't know area. if that was on purpose or I was like, I, was I like, feel like I heard I, some I mean, negative news from him recently, but that has nothing to do with him being omitted. I think could, it was just could an be. oversight. I, I just like, and Ferkser is one of those guys that I'm just like, he's more or less free. I think I was just going to say, I mean, to be I fair, he is pretty low. And it was just yeah. like, yeah. yeah. Same with Komet, as Komet's get going more or less free too. Like he, I, I think he's creeping still. up in ADP a little uh, bit. Yeah, let's watch that. But I mean, and we'll we'll address that next week maybe. Sure, but um. I, but I mean, like, if you're going like like we talked about last week with like some draft advice, if you're completely punting on tight end, like, I don't know if I want to go commit and Ferkser, but I would mm -hmm. rather go like maybe Janu and a commit or Ferkser. Yeah. Then what? Then both of those. I don't think commit and Ferkser are both going to hit week one. I think or I'd even like the in week two. But I think I like a jot down a note. A couple of these key situations we've talked about, we want to come back to like this Troutman command. I think there was a couple running back ones earlier, and just kind of like. I'm sorry, I think you mean Trout Man. Trout Man. Trout Man. <laughs> and then um, half man. And then come back trout. whether it's on a whether it's on a stream or a show or just in Discord or whatever. I just kind of like to hammer down on some of those before. You know, September. Uh, but anyway, all right. that's all I got on tight ends. Um, if you don't have, Did anything we have else, anything I... else you want to touch on? Real, like, real super, super quick. quick, like lightning round, blah blah blah. Four lightning round, uh, uh, a lightning round of four guys, four honorable mentions. Uh, Tariq Cohen still banged up. I'm raising a little bit on Damian Williams. I'm not the biggest uh, Montgomery. Montgomery? Yeah, Montgomery fan in the world. So just guy keep an eye on. Uh, he's showed us his capabilities with Kansas City and whatnot. And and I, I again, I feel pretty good about Chicago offense this year because of the quarterback. i get you a um, buzzer for a lightning round. Uh, Mac, uh, just, uh, just a forgotten guy. I think I'm forgetting about Mac. I think... Uh, I know Wilkins is still Marlon there. Mac? Marlon Mack? I'm sorry. Yes, Marlon Mack. Is, you know, the I know guy Wilkins. I can always remind you about when you talk about your love for Jonathan Taylor. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to bury Taylor for my love for Mac. I'm just saying it might be a guy, good dart throw, uh, talented guy. It, it's a little bit of a crowded running back room, but maybe something shakes up before the end of preseason with uh, like Jordan, Jordan Wilkins. Maybe, perhaps. Yeah, maybe a handcuff, but you know, you still have Jordan Wilkins and Naheem Hines there. I mean, I'm not claiming we have room for all four or even three to be happy, but I think, I think Wilkins got cut in the offseason. Did he? I can't remember. I thought I saw him playing just the other remember. day. I thought I saw him playing. But anyway, point Maybe. is, hopefully Mac takes that third place job or whatever, the backup behind Taylor. And Hines' role is what it is. It's not going anywhere. Anyway, uh, last two guys, Michael Pittman. Again, just a forgotten guy. I, I've, I've really glossed over him. And the last one is, it, while on that tight end discussion, I'm going to start raising on 
Logan Thomas, like, like his snap share was amazing previously. Yeah. I and and maybe it's just because Ryan Fitzpatrick hasn't played with very good tight ends, and he and That's he fair. and he did and he did work with Gasecki rather well in Miami. Yeah, but, but with just, Samuel out, I, I don't know. Just, like sometimes, sometimes a quarterback using a tight end is just not a thing, and sometimes it is, and sometimes it's just like, well, I didn't have a very good tight end. I think but I think they'll I also split him out at receiver a lot. I absolutely because he used to, he used we'll to be see. quarterback it's, for goodness sake. Well, yeah. especially if Curtis Samuel doesn't make it back by the That's beginning of the season just, too. That's what I said. Let's yeah. see. Let's. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a good thing to keep an eye on for sure and given let's, that i'm uh, lowering some of my tight ends at the bottom 12 let's there. close out this show let's, let's call it, it a, let's call it a day um that guy over there he's been chris this guy over here he's been josh we are amazing fantasy football we love you for tuning in whether in <laughs> podcast format and if that you are listening to us in podcast format you can always check us out on the youtube channel just go to youtube.com tv is it tv or you or com i can't remember I think YouTube links are uh, not easy to do like that. Twitch is easy. Twitch is like twitch.tv forward slash etc. Anyways, uh, go to YouTube and uh, go to name the channel is Amazing Fantasy Football. Amazing Fantasy Football. <laughs> that is us. We, link in the um, description. We have link. a stream on Sundays. We just started restreaming uh, this past Sunday. We will be streaming again this coming Sunday. If you're listening to us on Monday for whatever reason, check us out the following Sunday. You can still watch that video too of the stream. I mean, we just kind of goof around. We, we're doing mock drafts at the moment. I think I want to do a little segment on um, running back handcuffs this coming Sunday in between nice. some mock drafts that we're going to do. Because um, sometimes handcuffs are relevant, and sometimes they're just, you know, what is a handcuff and what guys aren't. Um, anyways, if you're watching us in YouTube format, you can always check us out in podcast format. Pretty much wherever you get podcasts, you can even get your podcasts from... Carl, behind your local Burger King. Carl, Carl, he has so. our podcast. He'll hand you a he'll hand you a flash drive with our. I don't know why he's going to give you a flash drive, but whatever. He might even just text you our our podcast. It, I mean, it's a podcast. It's a pretty relatively small file size. Anyways, until next time, everyone. <laughs> um, COVID sounds like it's kicking back up again, so I'm going to go back to um, get vaccinated and. Start wearing a mask again, folks, please. I, I have gone back to wearing a mask while out in public. I encourage everyone else to do the same. Please, for the safety of yourself, your loved ones, and just the general strangers around you, even those strangers might be jerks, um, they don't they don't deserve getting sick. So until next time, everyone, have a good one. Later, everybody. I'm so tired. <laughs>